The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise Lord Christ. In the name of our loving, liberating, and life-giving God, amen. Can anything good come out of Round Top? What about Fayetteville or New Orleans? How about Austin or Houston or Dallas? Can anything good come out of Abilene or Muleshoe or Anahuac? Can anything good come out of Tehran or Beirut or Gaza City or Tel Aviv? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? One of my favorite people in modern day Nazareth is named, interestingly, Nael, short for Nata, Nael, Nathaniel, which means literally a gift from God. Father Nael Ramun is on speed dial in my WhatsApp. He's the priest at Christ Episcopal Church in Nazareth. I'll never forget his testimony to our pilgrims Back in May, Father Nathaniel shared the story, the challenges, the pride, the misunderstanding of his many identities. Because like all of us, he is more than one thing, more than where we're from, more than where we've been or what we've done or not done. And though people may try to pin you down and pigeonhole you, One of his underlying themes that day seemed to be, you just keep on flying to that next perch to which you are called. Nael shared that among his many identities, he is a husband, a dad, and a son. He is also an Arab, a Palestinian, and an Israeli. He's a Christian, an Episcopalian, a priest. But more importantly, he told those of us who hung on his every word because we wanted 
to know. We wanted to understand. He said, I am a child of God. I am claimed, called, and loved by Jesus Christ as one of his own. And that part of my identity, he said, makes the biggest difference in my life. Today, tomorrow, and forever. Because you see, he knows that whatever people may think of him or label him or however they might try to limit him, God sees him as a son, a gift of God's own creation and Jesus' recreation. Like the young Samuel, Samuel, a name that means God has heard. Nael has heard the voice of God calling out to him and he has responded with those words the young boy Samuel uttered, Speak, Lord. Your servant, your child is, is listening. In the season of Epiphany, all of us who are called as children of God are asked to share the light of Christ enkindled within us, with the entire world, aware that we've been given and entrusted with the most precious gift of all, however tiny we might assume the light might shine within each of us. Jesus says, you just let it shine. Let it shine. We are light bearers in a world that has grown very dark, less because of the absence of the S-U-N and more because of the absence of the S-O-N. Now, we may sometimes question that part of our identity. We might sometimes question if we are really worthy or capable of sharing and shining the light of Christ. But remember that Jesus began his ministry by seeing something in people that they did not see in themselves. He saw beneath the surface, even if the surface was shiny. He saw something far deeper than any superficial glow. He saw an inner radiance that was not dependent on the ever-changing conditions outside, but was dependent on the ever-present, unconditional spirit on the inside. When Jesus set out for Galilee to initiate just three years of ministry that would change the world forever, he knew that he could not do it alone. So he found people and he called them to follow him just as he still does today. And we learn in today's gospel how the light gets spread, how the gospel gets shared, how people get transformed with a new identity as a child of God. Philip said, hey, Nathaniel, I think I've found the one. I think I have found the one in whom there is perfect forgiveness. I think maybe I have found a community of unconditional acceptance. I think maybe I have found a place where grace abounds and where the only identity that matters is not where you're from. It is not who you cheer for in the playoffs, although it better be the Texans after yesterday. It does not really matter how you vote, how you talk, how you think. It doesn't matter your ethnicity, your educational or economic status, but only that you are known and valued as a child of God. Such good news, we just have to share it.
So we tell people, even if they are as skeptical as Nathaniel, and trust me, there are lots of skeptics out there. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Christianity? Can anything good come out of organized religion? Well, why don't you come and see? Don't take my word for it. Come and see for yourself. Now, Nathaniel was actually from Cana. And you might remember that wedding reception that Jesus and his disciples would later attend in Cana. I wonder if it was someone related to Nathaniel. I'll bet it was. And I wonder what Nathaniel thought when the dude from little old Nazareth, where they didn't even have a specs, much less a winery, ended up being the finest sommelier and the finest party host anyone in those parts had ever known. While Nathaniel, in his initial encounter with Jesus, insults him, Jesus, as usual, does just the opposite to Nathaniel. He affirms him. He compliments him. He finds some redeeming quality that can be celebrated. Jesus said, hey, now here's a guy who tells the truth. Here's a guy who doesn't keep you guessing about what he really thinks. Here is a true straight shooter. No BS with this guy. No guile. No pretense. No deceit. He is more cattle than hat. He might be from Texas. And I can only imagine the way that Jesus looked at him that day. Convincingly, convictingly, and yet compassionately and caringly. How do you know me? Nathaniel wondered. Well, I saw you under the tree before Philip ever found you. And by the way, I see you in a way that you have never been seen before. And I'm going to teach you how to see that way. How to look at others with that same compassionate, caring, loving look. And Nathaniel changed his mind. Not to mention his plan and his prejudice. And he pledged his allegiance to Jesus of Nazareth. And by the next day, I can imagine old Nathaniel, he probably went down to Academy and bought a Nazareth Nobody's jersey, which, as you know, is the single A farm team of the professional Bethlehem Stars who would later become the Astros. From that moment on, Nathaniel was all in. And then Jesus said to his newest convert, his biggest fan, Niall, you ain't seen nothing yet. You're going to see heaven open. You're going to see angels flying all around, transporting people into a realm of eternal love they had no idea existed until they met me. You're going to soar with them, Nathaniel. You're going to reach heights of love and service and transformation that you cannot even imagine. This encounter changed him. I'll bet that the way he felt that Jesus knew him after that brief exchange was how the psalmist described the father's love in, 
in knowing each of us as God's gift, as God's child. Lord, you've searched me out and known me. You know my sitting down. You know my rising up. You know my mountaintop experiences. You know my deepest valley. You know when I have soared like an eagle and when I have fallen and stumbled like an idiot, you discern every one of my thoughts from afar. You trace every journey I've ever been on, all of my resting places. You are acquainted with all of my ways, bad and good, and yet you still love me and know me because by you I am marvelously made. The sum of your thoughts about me have never added up before, but now that grace and compassion and forgiveness have been added in, the sum total of my being finally makes sense. Not far from Christ Episcopal Church in modern-day Nazareth is Christ Episcopal School, where children who grow up in Nazareth, just like Jesus, learn what God really thinks of them. They learn that God knows their names and cares about them, that whatever identity anyone might seek, to impose on them, especially if it's derogatory or demeaning in the eyes of God, it is not true. Each will learn that they are a gift and a blessing from their creator, and whatever their religious or ethnic background, they will learn the values of Jesus, and they will be challenged to be their very best selves. The headmaster of that school, the principal, by the way, is an Episcopal priest whose name is Samuel, Samuel. God hears us. Recently, there were five seniors at our school who had been told by others they'd never amount to much because of their identities, that nothing much could ever come from anybody who was from Nazareth. Five seniors at our school in Nazareth were celebrated as all-stars. Four of them were girls. Girls who in that culture were told throughout their lives they could not, they would not, and they never would. These five young people from Nazareth were being celebrated recently not for their athletic skills. They were being lifted up and labeled stars shining brightly in Galilee because they were the first students in the entire region and the first in the entire Arab community in Israel to achieve the milestone of completing 10 units of physics. I can't imagine completing one unit of physics. Two of them, two of the girls, became the first high school students in Israel's history to achieve 15 units in physics, all because of their teacher, their rabbi, their priest, who saw them and knew them and believed in them and told them, quoting Jesus, Y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Donya, whose name in Arabic means only God is my judge. A senior girl at the school said that this process of learning, quote, showed me who I really am. Showed me what I'm capable of achieving. She went on, my teacher saw me for what I could be. And it was his encouragement 
That was all the push that I needed to go forward. It was one sweet word from my teacher that made all the difference and empowered me to go where I've never gone before. Father Samuel gathered those students after their accomplishment and he said to them, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. This is just the beginning. Y'all look toward the heavens. Fly. Soar. Grow. Knowing that you are loved. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see. felt you touching me just now I wish I knew which way to turn and go I feel so good and I feel so bad Wonder what I ought to do if I could only fly if I could only fly I'd bid this place goodbye to come and be with you. I can hardly stand I got nowhere to run Another sinking sun One more lonely night Wind keeps blowing Somewhere every day They tell me that things Get better up the way Just dismal thinking On a dismal day Sad songs for us to bear If I could only fly 
If I could only fly If I could only fly There'd be no more lonely nights You know sometimes I write happy songs But then sometimes little things are wrong know I wish they all could make you smile Tomorrow maybe we could get away I'm coming home soon and I want to stay I wish you could come with me when I go again If I could only fly If I could only fly I'd bid this place goodbye To come be with you But I can hardly stand Got nowhere to run Another sinking sun One more lonely night If I could only fly If I could only fly If I could only fly, where there'd be no more love.